0: Greetings and welcome to Sarat Petroni Decision 2021. Really appreciate you tuning into this edition of the show. I'm Mark Petroni, host of the Mark Petroni Show on Saga 960 AM, a show that uh, runs from 9 AM to 11 AM every morning on the great Saga 960. Joining me is Richard Sarat, who also has a terrific show in the afternoon. His show runs from 4 PM to 6 PM. Richard, welcome once again. Hey, buddy. Great to be here. Thanks we got lots on the go, including, I guess this is, uh, this is Justin Trudeau's new strategy, which is pit one group of Canadians against another. Those millions of uh, people who have chosen not to get the vaccine up to this point, they are in the crosshairs of this prime minister. He says it's us against those bad people over, over there. And now he's even suggesting that the only people who really have rights in this country are those who decide to get the COVID jab let's listen we choose the rights of canadians who got vaccinated he chooses anti-vaxxers we (laughs) choose the rights of canadians who got vaccinated he chooses anti-vaxxers richard what are we talking okay so he what do you mean he chooses (laughs) chooses to do what i mean because he is
1: the king and um he gets to decide um yeah, you know, I, I had I saw an earlier clip when he was talking about again. Um, he doesn't learn, this guy. He uh, once again was talking about how the unvaccinated represent a danger to your children and mine, which is a complete and utter lie, absolute lie. There's no science behind that. Children uh, do not um, get the um, get serious COVID. They don't, uh, you know, they're more at risk from influenza. They're more at risk from dying of choking. Truth be told, statistically, so there's no threat from the unvaccinated to the uh, to, to children. Um, but he could just as easily as said that the vaccinated are a threat to children because the vaccinated, as we know, spread the disease as well. So there's no science. He's uh, just an incredibly uh, cynical. Uh, opportunist, and he's once again coming very close to incitement. I think he deserves a visit from the RCMP.
0: Wouldn't that be something? I, but I think the RCMP avoid anybody with an L associated to their name. I mean, all we have to see is what happened with the SNC-Lavalin uh, thing. I need mean, Jody Wilson-Raybould now coming out. Her book uh, is creating a bit of a stir out there. She has come out and said that Justin Trudeau basically asked her to lie about what was going on. And this, of course, involves the alleged obstruction of justice, the allegation that members of the Prime Minister's office, including the Prime Minister himself, urged her, pressed her, bullied her to give SNC-Lavalin, a prominent liberal donor, a donor to Justin Trudeau's own, uh, his little uh, foundation, I mean, uh, you know, basically a pass on bribery charges, very serious charges. And her book is out now do you think it's going to have much of an impact in terms of the election? No, none, none whatsoever. Um, She just experienced it differently. (laughs) That's right. And that happens a lot, including to Selena Cesar Chavanez, who is a former liberal member of parliament, as you know, Richard. And she has recently come out and said, you know what? Uh, I'm going to vote conservative. She obviously is no longer a fan of Justin Trudeau's. Basically, she has come out and said, you know, uh voters should not be urging should not be rewarding bad behavior by this prime minister we're talking about a prime minister who's referred to those dreaded unvaxxed as misogynistic in other words people who hate women Uh, this guy has alienated more people in his caucus more women in his cabinet than any prime minister i've ever heard of certainly in my lifetime Uh, let
1: me just back up there a minute did he actually say that People who don't get vaccinated are misogynists.
0: Yeah, he has described them that in that way. I have no idea why, what he bases that on, but he's well, throwing, he's throwing whatever he's got, whatever brick he's got handy. He pulls it out of that. his ass. He pulls <laughs> it out of his ass,
1: like everything else. Doesn't he realize that the, the average unvaccinated person is a 42-year-old female female liberal voter from Ontario? Yeah. So he's basically crapping all over his own um, his own voter base. Uh, I feel bad for these women, Uh, you know, anyone who has been um, uh, stomped on, elbowed, used, abused, denigrated. Um, But, you know, where were these people in in 2015? And I'm not going to engage in blaming the victim. But a person tells you who they are and what they are, usually within the first 30 seconds. Could they not see in 2015 what a phony, baloney, lying, disingenuous, slippery – slimy hypocrite this joker is i mean i don't know I, I don't think i'm particularly perceptive or bright but i saw it like immediately in 2015 there's no charm there's no
0: intellectual heft. Right. there is no integrity he's an empty suit exactly but i think people wanted to believe richard i really do they've had harper and of course he had been demonized over the course of the previous nine ten years as this terrible man this controlling individual, this uh, angry pers- person, and so when Justin Trudeau came along, in the eyes of some—not me, not you—but he was this breath-, breath of fresh air, a guy who said he was going to champion women and you know include more women in his cabinet and do all these great things. And I think a lot of people bought in. You know, he's—he's he's a pretty good con artist. I mean, we can denigrate his intellectual capabilities here, Richard, but he pulled the wool over the eyes of Canadians. But uh, unfortunately for him, eventually the mask comes off, the black face has to come off. And what we're seeing is sort of an ugly face of a very angry, resentful, vindictive individual who now all he's got left since he can't defend his record is to attack what a group of protesters and people who decide not to get the vaccine. Is that what this election comes down to is vaxxed versus unvaxxed. Why doesn't he come out and defend his record? Well, probably because his record sucks.
1: Right. And now a number among the unvaxxed, and these were protesters at Queens Park this afternoon, you had police, you had paramedics, you had uh, other healthcare workers, nurses, firemen. You know, These were the people that we were banging pots and pans for about three months ago. They were our heroes. They were our frontline workers. And now uh, you know they—they they are reckless and selfish and um, horrible people. So there you go. I mean, it's—it's uh, it's an upside-down world. Ups, up is
0: down, down is up, and right is wrong, and wrong is right. Aaron O'Toole, the leader of the Conservative Party, Richard, has come out with maybe his toughest attack on uh, on Prime Minister up to this point. I suggest that it's probably a way to try and win back some of the conservatives who seem to be filtering out of the conservative party ranks and into the PPC. They want, uh, you know, they like some of the things that Maxime Bernier has been saying. And so I think that this is Aaron O'Toole sort of cranking up the heat a little bit, going after uh, Justin Trudeau almost as a kind of dog whistle to people, uh, to conservatives who are thinking of voting for the uh, People's Party of Canada. Let's listen a little bit to Aaron O'Toole going after
2: the Prime Minister. That is not not running on his record, but on on distant memories from the past. past. Well, Well, it's it's not not 2015, Mr. Trudeau. I am a new Conservative leader. And the Justin Trudeau of 2015 is not the Justin Trudeau of 2021. In 2015, I disagreed with him, but I could respect him. I could agree when he talked about what unites us rather than divides us i could understand when he talked about a better future canada could have i could appreciate when he talked about healing the country's rifts not exploiting them where is that justin trudeau where is that guy what would the sunny ways justin think of the prime minister we see today the one who is clinging to power by dividing the country fostering fear and division sowing mistruths and misinformation wherever he goes. The one who says he's a feminist but pressured a woman to lie to cover up his corruption. The one who preaches honesty and transparency while funneling cash to liberal insiders. The one who talks about reconciliation while suing indigenous children. The one who talks about the environment while pumping record emissions into the air. The one who says one thing and then immediately does the opposite. I'd say he's all talk and no action, but this is worse. A person so blinded by his own ambition that he can't see the rot in his own party. A man who is not a feminist, not an environmentalist, not a public servant. A man who's called solely squarely on his own. There you go. I
0: like that, uh, I like that strategy by O'Toole, and I think he, he nailed Trudeau pretty well. What do you think?
1: Well, I don't know. If that's turning up the heat, we're yeah. in
0: trouble. I mean, well,
1: <laughs> it's, it's tepid water at best, zero fire in the belly. Now, granted, Aaron O'Toole is not going to don, you know, minstrel attire. He's not <laughs> going to grope women. Uh, but aside from that, you're basically getting the same liberal policies. Is that the best we can do? I mean, this is a one-issue campaign as far as I'm concerned, and I think millions of people feel the same way. It's about freedom. This is... Yeah. I mean, we say this every four years, but this truly is the election of a lifetime. We're looking at adopting, uh, and you know, I'm not some tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy nutter. Mm-hmm. Australia is now considering a social credit score system. It's coming to Canada, and uh, it's, it's the only issue that matters. And I, and I don't see uh, any difference between any of the federal leaders. It's We have a one-party system. They're all standing there in unison doing their little cultish, you know, get the vaccine, Uh, get the vaccine. It's the right thing to do. They're they're all robots. This is scary. These people are this is a cult.
0: Now, I take your point about O'Toole's uh, performance there, but I guess that's as tough as he gets. And I think that he did score some points when he basically suggested that Trudeau has been a complete fraud, that what started as sunny ways is this feminist way back then has morphed into something very dark and ugly. And that's what we're seeing on the campaign trail right now. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about uh, Rosie Barton, the CBC journalist, if you want to call her that. She actually put out a story, the CBC put out a story revealing her secrets, Richard, to doing nonpartisan reporting. This is a complete liberal hack. Somebody who actually had a selfie taken of herself and and Trudeau. It's it's almost brazen. Somebody suggested that this is something that you would see in the onion, this satirical publication, how bizarre, why would they do something like this? Because they have no self-awareness. They have zero self-awareness. That's why. (laughs) Well, um, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, I see this sort of thing and I think, do they not know what a joke they are? I mean, their audience has been, uh, obliterated over the years uh, to the point now where their flagship national show is down to maybe 350,000 people, viewers a night. I mean, that's chicken feed. I mean, many of the other broadcasters have suffered losses in in uh, viewers as well. But clearly, they must be aware. And, and I take your point that they have no self-awareness. But the CBC is a joke in the eyes of Canadians and so when this prime minister comes out and says, well, we're going to give the CBC another 400 million. It's like every time we throw money at the public broadcaster, their audience actually seems to decline. I sure. guess if it gives them another 400, they're going to go down to nothing.
1: There, there, you know, there are one-eyed cats on TikTok called Skippy <laughs> that have a greater following than uh, Rosie Barton and the CBC. They are
0: irrelevant, but they just, they don't know it yet. Well, they're going to figure out soon enough. Well, mind you, If O'Toole gets in, he has claimed that he will scrap the CBC. I don't believe it at all, and he has changed his language on that. He will Uh, take a more balanced
1: and rational approach to funding the the national broadcaster.
0: Yeah, in other words, they're not going to do it. Well, at least he's promised to get rid of the media fund, the $600 million subsidy for all these failing uh, publications like the Toronto Star. I have a feeling that he'll uh, cave on that if he becomes a prime minister. But I want to throw this one as, as well. Britain's health secretary says health authorities have decided not to move ahead with a vaccine passport. When I saw this, I was quite gratified. I said, wow, that's fantastic news. But then again, I remembered that Doug Ford said the same thing. He said it wasn't going to happen in Ontario. The premier of Ontario said that, well, what did we get? We got a vaccine certificate. Well, excuse me. I, do you buy this from the Brits? Are they lying? Is this a head fake or is this something that, um, All freedom-loving individuals should be cheering.
1: Well, it's amazing how, you know, we're we're so desperate for good news that we're looking to the UK to see what they're doing vis-a-vis the vaccine passport. And then somehow living vicariously through the Brits. uh, You know, for me, it's the Danes right now. No, I have a a niece studying over there. No restrictions, no masks, packed soccer stadiums. Um, it's, It's like, you know, we need to transport ourselves out of this dystopian nightmare we're living in but I thought that the uh, the UK—I'll have to go back and check. I thought they had reversed it like within minutes. But they're just—they might uh, have. They're playing us. They're yanking us around. It's it's a, like a big psyop, right? You, yeah. you uh, first the stick, and then the carrot, and then double down on the stick.
0: Yeah. They're beating us down. They're wearing down our will. Yeah, it is a psyop. Interesting to see people looking to leave Australia now. Which that's what happens when you when you create a dystopian dicta- dictatorship. People want to get the hell out, which explains kind of why our border with the United States is sealed. <laughs> I would think it's like they know that people are going to get frustrated to the point where they want to get out. And I sometimes think that, you know, before that election day comes, you know, it would be great to fly out of here and maybe wait to see what happens. Because uh, of course the vaccine certificate is going to come in. I believe it's going to start on September the 22nd in, uh, in, in our, uh, Ontario and within a month it's going to get it's going to step up to something else unless people can push back uh, is there still hope that we can get this government to back off on this uh nut job policy i'm uh, sadly i
1: think we're going to have to hit bottom like rock bottom uh and we're as you know as bad as things seem we're not there yet things could get worse so it, it may take another four years of the trust fund brat, uh, but by then it may be too late
0: Yeah, we might not have a country left. On that note. (laughs) Other than that, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? (laughs) Yeah, everything's just terrific. Uh, What do you got cooking tomorrow? Anything uh, that the listeners should be looking forward to on the Richard Serrett show? Well,
1: every Tuesday, we uh, offer some homeschooling advice for those parents that are contemplating rescuing their children from indoctrination camps, otherwise known as uh, the public uh, school system. And uh, I think more and more parents are thinking of that. I saw a recent statistic and uh, African-American parents, um, homeschooling uh, attitudes have uh, risen sharply. They were about 3% pre-pandemic and now something like 30% of uh uh, black parents in in the united states are thinking about seriously thinking about homeschooling this is is this is uh where the revolution needs to begin we need to take our children back we need to take them from the state uh and parents need to remember
0: you are your children's best teacher yeah absolutely all right richard hey it's been a blast as always thanks once again my friend talk tomorrow check out richard serrett's show from 4 p.m eastern to 6 p.m eastern I come on from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time on the Mighty Saga 960. Thank you once, once again for tuning in uh, to Sarah Petroni, Decision 2021. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.